0: Welcome to the Talking the Line Podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 29 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, 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 thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Monday of bets. As per usual, before we dive deep into today's action, and boy, oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, we are going deep today, take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking Align podcast on. If you could be so kind and you have a few moments and you also enjoy the sound waves that are reverberating off of your eardrums, go ahead and leave us a rating. We sure do appreciate those five stars and a comment if you do have the extra second. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, gamblers, I am your humble host of the TTL Pod, Colton, Colt 45 Sroka. And if it's your first time here, you're about to find out soon. And if you are a regular listener, thanks again for stopping by. It's time to bring in the co-host of the Talk in the Line podcast. My man, my partner in crime, the man who hammers in these bets with me day in and day out to banker up these sports books one play at a time. I'm on the north side. He's on the south side. He's up in Wisconsin, and I'm down in the city of Chicago when it comes to our baseball and our football teams. But I'll tell you what, we find ourselves brothers when it comes to smashing in some bets. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my man, the myth, the legend, Riley R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal?
1: I'm feeling great, man. Another fresh week of action, and we are locked and loaded today. We had a solid weekend. Uh, You know, nothing too crazy. Still, uh, you know, still honestly coming
0: down from those UFC fights on Saturday night. Boy, oh boy, Sunday. uh, Yeah, we can definitely talk about those bad boys in the usual banter section of the podcast. (laughs) Honestly,
1: Sunday, I was trying to watch some sports, but I was just like, "How do you? I don't know how you can follow up
0: that, nah just." Brutal knockouts. Uh, I mean brutal knockouts, amazing fights. If it wasn't a knockout or a submission or some sort of finish, it was an absolutely amazing five, yeah. three round banger. Didn't matter. You were getting
1: entertainment oh, no man. matter yeah, what. It, and like I said, it's tough to follow a, a Sunday with uh, you know, nothing huge on the slate on Sunday as far as, you know, big events or anything. Tough to follow that up. Yeah. But hey, you know, a Sunday of sports It's a Sunday of sports. Sunday. We of sports. Still had some fun. But hey, yeah.
0: Fresh week, like I said. Back at it again. Back at it again, 150%. We never stop. Back at the bets. We are ready to rock and roll. You uh, you hit the nail on the head there, my man, with UFC 261. We will definitely dive deep into that and some of our reactions and recaps here at the end. So don't worry if uh, you are usually here for the bets and banter. We will definitely get to that oh, yeah. later on in the podcast. Uh, pretty nice, relaxing weekend for me over here. pal. took a chance to uh, reset. Went and played nine first outing of Hit the, the year. I uh, shot eight over. Uh, yeah, eight over my first uh, first round out. So not Aye. too uh, not, not too, too shabby. shabby for nine. I'm not a PGA Tour pro or anything. So Aye. hey, a little over par golf on nine, or a uh, little over under bogey golf on par nine. So there you hey, go, fine by me, my friend. That's there you how go. I like to play it.
1: First uh, first round of the year is always uh, interesting. Yeah, interesting to say the least. Yeah,
0: started off rough in the water, but uh, rebounded with my short game. My short game is clipping along so far this season. Hi. So we'll see Love what happens see there. Potentially uh some TTL crew goes golfing hey, in the future. Possibly. Hmm. Hmm. We might be up to something. Keep, little uh, little side action. Yeah. A little yeah. side yeah. action. Well, I don't know. Keep your eyes peeled. Did, you might uh, see something on the horizon. Did you play
1: high school golf partner?
0: Yes, I did. I certainly did. You were about to try and say something, and I certainly did. I I we was went just to state. That. I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> We went to state. I mean, I wasn't that great. I mean I, I shot regular in the mid 80s low 80s on 18 and stuff but either ways way, either way gives a uh, shit about we, how good we are how good we, we <laughs> can go back to that at some other point in time that is it. years ago who cares at this point no more banter ladies and gentlemen no more nonsense no more of the jibber jabber and the rest of the news that you could go and get on every other podcast and every other source. You come here for the stone cold locks and cash in tickets with the TTL crew. So without further ado, without further hesitation, it's time for everyone's favorite segment of the Talking the Line podcast. It is the time. For the TTL crew's favorite plays of the day for this Monday, April twenty sixth, twenty twenty one, and boy, oh boy, partner, we got some uh, some quality, quality plays coming here. Start the week off hot. Yes, sir. We are rocking with
1: the NBA for our first league, as for per the usual.
0: First and before we uh, go too crazy and you uh, get too fired off on the cannons there, partner, wanted to remind our uh, kind listeners that uh, usually when we do record the pod, not a huge amount of lines and game totals and other stuff are out. So follow us on the Action app. I am at cash underscore with underscore colt and our Mags is obviously at rmags. Uh, follow us on the Action app and you can get all of our plays as soon as we hammer them in. Right. We uh, do search the lines first thing in the morning and have all of our plays posted on there, so make sure you see that. But the plays and the lines that we see on the TTL pod are the ones that are our favorites of the day, mm-hmm. and we absolutely love them. As my partner was keen into because he was so chomping at the bit over here, man. Go, I had to rerun back just a little bit. If you haven't been here before, welcome in. We're about to jump in to our first slate of the day for the TTL crew's favorite plays of the day, and that is the NBA slate. Lace up your Jordans, get on the jerseys, and get ready to dunk some picks home with the TTL crew. My partner can't even hold back his excitement over there, ladies and gentlemen. Tell him what we got, pal. All right, my man. This is, uh,
1: you know, this may or may not come as a shock to anyone around here that's uh, been following us. This is a sure. team that we've loved all season, and, uh, you know, this is a team that has certainly been getting it done these last two weeks. We are taking the New York Knicks money line at home versus the Phoenix Suns. You know, that might sound like a little bit of a fan pick because they are red hot. Right. But that is not the case. We, we uh, no, sir, you no. Know, we believe here. The Knicks have won nine straight games. They have t- uh, covered in 12 straight games. These Phoenix Suns have had a little bit of a rough East Coast trip here. Uh, They have lost and failed to cover in their two most recent games. Not a pretty showing against the Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. Coming off of a back-to-back against those Nets. High-scoring game. Hard-fought game that they eventually, uh, you know, fell to the Nets too. Um, Like I said, these Knicks are red-hot. I really think they got the right defensive matchup here for the Suns. Key players, Uh, you know, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. And uh, not enough can be said about how scourging hot Julius Randle is right now. Every single game you're thinking, "Ah, is this the game? No. They are that legit right now. Mm -hmm. And the Suns, as good as they've been all season long, as good as I think they're going to be going forward, They've hit a little bit of a cold stretch here, especially on the East Coast here. What do you think, partner?
0: I 100% agree with you. As you touched on a little bit there, the Suns defense is really solid as well, but I think the Knicks have the recipe on the defensive side of the ball to shut down any threat that the Suns could present offensively. They have been able to still hold the number one spot in points per game, field goal percentage, Mm -hmm. and three-point percentage allowed. You're probably getting me tired of me saying that if you keep listening to the talking the line podcast however they are hot they have the remedy to slow down this Suns offense and you said it partner this east coast road trip has not been good for Mm -hmm. the phoenix sun so far they're coming off that rough rough loss against brooklyn hard-fought battle and a hard-fought battle against boston that was a loss too right both of those games really tiring out the suns Mm -hmm. and you know the knicks fresh rocking and rolling coming off a easy peasy 120 103 victory over toronto i absolutely love the knicks to continue rolling couple of key trends I'm looking at. Suns are 1-4-1 ATS, their last six road games. And they're 1-3-1 ATS, their last five overall. And on no days rest, they are 1-4 ATS. Our Knicks murdering teams with right. a winning straight-up record. 5-0 ATS, their last five games, versus a team with a winning straight-up record. And they are also 5-1-1 ATS in their last seven home games versus a team with a winning road record. Yeah. Doesn't matter who they're facing. Doesn't matter who you put in front of them. And Julius Randle, as you mentioned, this Knicks franchise has really helped him turn around and help him blossom into a solid, solid player. He's scorched. He's top five hottest players in the league right now 150 well, no question 150 so there you have it ladies and gentlemen because of the monday madness parlay that's right it's coming back for this monday and it is a permanent fixture of our monday podcast if you haven't heard of it before just hang on a little while it's coming up in the next segment but for Our favorite play coming out of today's NBA slate, the TTL Crew's favorite NBA play of the day. We are rolling with the New York Knicks money line. Hammer that bad boy in at whatever the current best line you can find it at on your favorite sportsbook. And moving right along, as per usual, we are... Lacing up the skates, hopping on the ice, and slapping home some picks for this beautiful Wednesday of bets. We got two plays coming at you out of today's NHL slate, and of course, we're gonna have an NHL play on the Monday Madness parlay. But I digress. Let's hop on into this bad boy. I'm gonna take both of these plays. Give my partner a little bit of a break for his hard work and labor over there on the New York Knicks. Little Gatorade break. Excellent job. Get yourself a breather, pal. First play. Coming out of the TTL Crew's favorite plays on the NHL slate. I'm go ahead and click over here. Make sure I got all the right tabs up. <laughs> we are... Headed to the matchup between the Montreal Canadiens versus the Calgary Flames puck drop at 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and this is going to be a heated matchup in the North Division. Canadians are currently in the fourth spot, and the Flames are currently in the fifth. We're talking Canadians with 49 points and Flames with 45 points. No more gibberish. Ladies and gentlemen, we're hammering in the Flames money line. Yes, sir. We love the Flames in this spot, and we love them to continue staying hot in this matchup. They have won six out of the last eight meetings between these two teams. And as a matter of fact, all eight of those meetings have been in 2021. They have gotten the deal done rather convincingly in Calgary this season so far, As of late on April 24th and 23rd, so not even a few days ago, they won 5-2 and 4-2. And then you rewind it back to March 13th and March 11th, they won 3-1 and 2-1 in Calgary. They have got the job done on the road and at home in this matchup overall in the Canadiens, As I keep saying, they are just not a team that you can 150% trust. They've won one game out of their last five and two out of their last six, two out of their last seven canadians are not the team that you want to be rolling with your money or putting your money on at this stage of the game especially with the flames eyes set on that fourth place spot right now in the north a complete Mm toss-up nobody has clinched in the north as of the time of recording we love the flames to keep rocking and rolling they've won three out of their last five actually um Three of five those, of the last seven, actually. Five of those last seven, and three of those have been against these same Montreal Canadiens. Mm-hmm. They are rocking and rolling and at just the right time. We think they uh, keep things hot, keep things moving, stay, uh, stay solid on the offensive side of the puck. And with Canadians starting to look like they are doing their late season fading, as per usual, we're rolling hard with the Calgary Flames money line Love for our first play of the day. For the second play of the day coming out of today's NHL slate, we are headed over to the matchup between the Arizona Coyotes and the San Jose Shark Puck Drop. in This matchup is at 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we actually have two plays coming out of this matchup, one of which is going to be on the Monday Madness Parlay. But the one, the straight play, the one we're hammering in, our favorite out of this matchup is the Arizona Coyotes' money line. We like the Coyotes here as a very solid team to get the job done and to to continue a slight streak they've finally been able to find themselves on. They finally get a win against the Kings on Saturday night and now they finally have an opportunity to potentially lock down that fourth spot mm-hmm. in the West. The Knights, the Lanch, and the Wild have already locked the 1, 2, and 3 spots in the West. They are uncatchable, untouchable. They have been dominant all season, and they deserve every bit of it. The Coyotes are only one point ahead of the Blues in uh, fourth place right now, and the Blues actually play the Lanch tonight. Lanch might be looking past them. Lanch might come out, so who knows what you might see in that game. So the Coyotes need to bring their A game which they have in every single matchup against the San Jose yeah. Sharks this season. They these teams have met four times. The Coyotes have won three of those matchups. They lost one of the matchups in a shootout 4 to 3, but they take care of business. They've won 5-3, five, 5-2 five, and 4-0 oh, most recently on March the 27th. And they have absolutely got the job done consistently right. against San Jose this season. Right. They take
1: care of the teams that they're supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had a rough stretch recently, but that's against, like you said, Vegas, Colorado, and Minnesota, three of the top teams in the entire league. Right. Uh, and like I said, they just take care of business against these top uh, bottom-tier teams here. Uh, you know, Sharks, Ka- Kings, and Ducks. Yeah. Sharks, no problem.
0: Sharks have not won a game since April 9th, <laughs> so they're on a bit of a... Yeah. Uh, Bit of a losing streak right now, if you will, and the Coyotes may have only won two out of their last five, but this is a very serious opportunity for them to lock down their position in the West. Right. Much better team than the Sharks here. Absolutely. So for our second pick of the day coming out of the NHL slate, we are rolling with the Arizona Coyotes money line taking it back to the top just in case you missed both plays. Don't know how you could have, but here you go. Take out your sports books, hammer them in at whatever line you can currently find them at. We are taking the Calgary Flames money line and the Arizona Coyotes money line. Lock those bad boys in at whatever the current line you are seeing them at on your favorite sportsbook. To close things out on today's favorite plays of the day, me and Mags are lacing up the cleats this time, getting the pine tar on the bat, and getting ready to pimp some pi- 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 picks out of the park. park. <laughs> getting ready to pimp some picks out of the park. A few too many Ps there for my tongue twister Monday. But we are rocking and rolling with three plays for our favorite plays on today's MLB slate. And since I was so kind to distribute our previous two NHL plays. I figure I might as well let my partner share some of the wealth with our kind listeners, you so humble and gracious degenerates and gamblers that take a few moments out of your day to spend some time with us and share your support and love of bankrupting sports books. Partner, what in the world do we got for our first play of the day coming out of the MLB slate? All right, my man, this is a matchup that
1: I took advantage of all weekend long with great great success it and ain't uh, it ain't broke don't fix it it ain't broke don't fix it we're taking the Kansas City Royals money line versus the Detroit Tigers Royals are going to be going for a four game sweep here of the Tigers Tigers offense is as ice cold as can be uh they are you know one of the worst offenses in the major leagues right now worst uh you know worst runs per game here in the American League Royals are 6 and 1 last 7 meetings versus the Tigers 4 and 1 last 5 in Detroit Royals have outscored them twelve to three in this series, uh, and they'll be rolling out Brad Keller to the mound here. Not as bad as his ERA suggests. Got touched up a little bit by some really strong offenses, uh, but like I said, the Tigers' offense is as cold as can be. You know, our guy Akil Badu, big fan favorite early on in the season, mm-hmm. yes, April fourteenth, his uh, batting average stood at three seventy. It is down to two sixty right now. Mm-hmm. He is ice cold mm. just as cold as the Tigers are they are one and nine over their last 10 they have not scored more than two runs um they've only scored two runs twice during that stretch in ten games and a one and nine stretch one of those is against the Pirates I love the Royals money line tonight or
0: excuse me this afternoon um
1: and Brad Keller is gonna bounce back
0: I feel it The exact same. Brad Keller, you said it right at the beginning. He is not as bad of a pitcher as his ERA suggests this has been a go to winner all weekend long the tigers are 4 and 7 at home the royals 4 and 2 away the royals have gotten the job done as of late as you said against the tigers they are 6 and 1 the last 7 meetings 4 and 1 the last 5 in detroit and look for the series finale and the series sweep tonight against the detroit tigers we're hammering in the kansas city royals money line for our first MLB play of the day for our second MLB play of the day. We are rolling on over to Tropicana field for the matchup between the red hot. Well, after a loss yesterday, we'll see what happens, but we believe the red hot Oakland A's versus the Tampa Bay Rays and partner. What is the value pick that we found out of that matchup? You know, we went back and
1: forth on this one, my man, Mm -hmm. because
0: we liked uh, just
1: about every single option you can put out on the Oakland A's. Yes, sir. Uh, but I believe we are going to go ahead and take the A's first five minus a half. Uh, you know, if you can find some solid odds on that money line with a little insurance, go for it. Uh, but I still really like this minus half regardless. Uh, the Rays are going to be rolling out Rich Hill versus the A's Sean Mania. Uh, like you so kindly mentioned, the A's after that huge win streak loss yesterday, they're going to be looking for a bounce back. Uh, Manaya. After a uh, bad start in his first start of the season, has looked incredibly solid over his last three games. And Rich Hill is on the wrong side of 40, my friend. He has allowed four runs in every single start this season. And Rich Hill being a lefty, the A's have absolutely mashed lefties this year. I love the A's this afternoon. They, uh, like I said, are going to be looking for a bounce back. Ran into a buzzsaw of a pitcher for the Orioles yesterday. sir. Sure. Uh, and, you know, the Orioles offense, uh, you know, I gave that pitcher some help. I'm blanking on his freaking name right now, if I'm being totally honest with the, the Orioles pitcher. But, oh,
0: the Orioles pitcher? That would have been uh Mr. Means.
1: Yes, Means. That's right.
0: I stayed away from him. Uh,
1: I stayed away from that matchup yesterday. Oh, John Means. He's a mean guy. Yeah, he is a He's mean, mean guy. Mean on the mound. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the A's first five feels really, really strong here. And like I said, Rich Hill is on the wrong side of 50. He yep. is uh, going in the toilet, if I, I can put it uh Yeah, if he
0: if he brings that curveball in any type of lackadaisical, you keyed on how the A's have been against lefties so far this season, averaging 253 OBP of 338 and runs per nine of five, five, six. They are sticking it to lefties. Tampa Bay against lefties, too. Nothing to uh, shake a stick at, but they're uh, pretty inconsistent right now. 228 average, 314 OBP, and 4.50 runs per nine. So, obviously, left less than Oakland there, and we're only working with five innings. So, right. whatever has the most value, if the money line's got some value on the first five, or the run line, we are hammering in the run line. We like the A's to get the job done. First five, run line in this matchup today and for the third and final pick from today's MLB slate we are rocking and rolling on over to a late matchup here between the San Francisco Giants and the Colorado Rockies set it backwards if we're gonna say who's at home this is playing in the Giants ballpark they are the home team at Oracle Park uh, first pitch, a little bit of a late one for you, 8.45 mm-hmm. p.m. Central Standard Time. And, you know, Colorado coming off of a very, very solid victory against Philadelphia, 12-2. They have been a wagon at home, my man. Yes, sir. i, uh, I I've watched them play at home, and they've been an incredible, incredible team at home. And it's unfortunate they're just not the same on the road. Right. But that's not enough for us to lean with the Giants. So Mm -hmm. we're going to roll over to the game total in this one. Game total is currently set at the time of recording of seven and a half runs. And we are going to go to the under. As we like to say, and as I just said, these two teams have been wagons to Mm -hmm. the under on this short MLB season so far. 6-13-1 over under for Colorado and and 7-13-1 for the Giants over under. Obviously, both of them leaning on our side of the fence that we want in this matchup for the under the Rockies, even though they have been putting up a good chunk of runs, they have gone to the under in four out of their last six matchups. They have been high totals. However, they have gone under Gomber on the mound for the Rockies the last time he was out the they played the Houston Astros obviously a lot hotter sticks even though the Giants do have some hot sticks right now uh, we think this definitely stays down, he hit the under as uh, saying there, Gober you got uh, Di Sclafani coming out for the Giants and he's been actually pretty solid so far he's starting to find his footing up there on the mound and uh, I kind of see this a lot similar to the matchup that he took against Miami Uh, That game ended 4-1, and he only actually gave up one run in that matchup. So I like these pitchers to bounce back, and uh, I like this this run total to definitely stay way, way under the Rockies, don't put up near as many points on the road or runs on the road rather as they do at home. And I think that uh, Ogomber have enough of uh, enough of a time here getting a little bit of a rebound under his belt and uh, being able to handle what has been a solid year so far for the Giants, but against lefties, they aren't the best honestly they're only averaging 215 obp a 303 and runs per nine a 4.21 so nothing to write home about by any means and colorado can definitely keep it in it so i see this being a definite pitchers duel maybe both pitchers staying in six seven innings what do you think ben yeah i'm right there with you they've already played once
1: uh one series this uh this season in san francisco 3 one 4 3 4 uh like you were saying, Rockies just are a different team on the road, and it's because of their bats,
0: largely. They just don't right. uh, they just don't stick it on the road. Yeah, Di Scalfani in this matchup between uh, Giants and the Rockies, that matchup ended 4-0, and when Gomber pitched, the matchup ended 3-1. So like our odds on that side of the ballpark, and actually the last three matchups, all three matchups played this season have gone to the under. These teams just play each other extremely tight. Mm-hmm. So there you have it for our 3 picks coming out of today's NBA slate the TTL Cruz M what did I he say said, uh, NBA NBA cuz I was going to take it back to the top but we're sticking in the MLB slate don't listen to me listen to my partner make sure he guides me on the right track First play, we are taking the Kansas City Royals' money line. Second, we are taking the Oakland A's first five run line. And third and final, we are taking the Colorado Rockies versus San Francisco Giants' game total under seven and a half runs. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down on those bad boys at whatever the current best line you're seeing them at on your favorite sports book. That does it. There you have it. First segment of the day is a wrap, paper or plastic, what you want. It's a done deal. You got the plays in your pocket. You got them in hand. If by now you haven't smashed them in on your favorite sports book, I don't know what you're doing because they are money makers. We are ready for a 6-0 6-0 and clean sweep. That's how I'm feeling tonight. That's the energy I'm bringing into these picks. I don't care what the sportsbook's got to tell me otherwise, or anybody out there for that matter. I'm feeling a hot, hot start to this week, partner. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it is right. And speaking of which, let's do it. It's time, second segment of the day, the Monday Madness Parlay. If you haven't hung around before, If you have, you know what the deal is. But if you haven't, you are about to be introduced to one of the greatest sweats on your Monday. We find some of the best value across multiple sports, and we combine them into one juicy-ass parlay that you can sweat all afternoon into the late hours of your evening until it cashes for cold, hard dough. We uh, have been on quite the uh, special, special place streak. One thing that's been saving us, um, outside of everything, uh, we are finally getting lines and shit figured out with MLB. So yeah, starting are. to feel a lot, lot better yeah, with the, that. The ship is uh, heading in the right direction. Very, yeah. very much so, my friend. Uh, as far as hockey goes, definitely feeling a lot better there too. Even though I had a few rough beats uh, that we're coming off of. So hey. Feeling real, real, real good here, my man. We've been steady on the NDA now for a bit. But for some reason, these special plays have been keeping us afloat, and they're going to continue to do so on top of our other winners from today. But without any further hesitation, ladies and gentlemen, the Monday Madness Parlay. We got three legs for you today. We're not getting too wild, but we're getting wild as far as the odd goes. Odds go, this bad boy is paying out over 8-1, to one, and you are going to want to add it to your bet slip as fast as we give you all three legs. So for the first leg of the Monday Madness Parlay, we are rolling on over to the matchup between the Miami Marlins and the Milwaukee Brewers. Partner, I keyed you in as to why I was such a big fan of this matchup. Why don't you tell our uh, kind degenerate pals listening in today what the play we're taking out of this one is yes sir another
1: one where we absolutely loved multiple angles here but we ended up going with the brewers minus one and a half Mm. and the big big reason is Mm. early early cy young hopeful corbin burns is taking the mom for the brewers yes sir and my man is he scorching hot hot kicking ass and taking names 24 and a third innings for mr burns Eight hits, one run, zero walks, 40 strikeouts. Yes, sir. That is a barn burner of a line. You know, Jacob deGrom is getting all the spotlight as far as these ridiculous, uh, you know, stat lines go. And his strikeouts speak for himself. But 40 Ks to zero walks is impressive, to say the least. Absolutely. Uh, And we are rolling with minus one and a half here. This game is in Milwaukee. uh, And we just love these Brewers. Trevor, uh, Trevor Rogers is going to take the mound for the Marlins. Marlins 9-12 in the season, 5-5 on the road. But it's all about Corbin Burns, my man.
0: It's all about Corbin Burns. Milwaukee is solid against lefties. Burns on the mound brings an entirely different energy to the Brew Crew. They won 6-0 against the Padres going against Paddock with Burns on the mound. And then they also won 7-0 against my Cubbies with Arietta on the mound. It is an entirely different ballgame when Burns is on the bump. And the Brew Crew hitting against lefties. 222 average, 358 OBP, and 5.56 runs per nine innings. I'm a big, big fan of this minus one and a half. I love Burns to shut down the Marlins, and honestly after a 6-0 victory over my Cubbies yesterday, I think that the uh, sticks stay pretty hot here for the Brewers. No concern for the uh, Brewers' bats either. And getting a chance to go home in this matchup as well. So finally get to uh, be back at Miller Park, ready to rock and roll. So first leg of the Monday Madness Parlay is the Brewers minus one and a half. Second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay, we are headed back to the matchup between the Arizona Coyotes and the San Jose Sharks. Ikejian On this matchup earlier, but I will let you know the play now. We are taking the over five and a half in this matchup. Told you earlier that these teams have met four times already this season, and three out of those four matchups have gone to the over with the total set at five and a half. The over is four and oh in the Coyotes' last four after allowing two goals or less in their previous game where they actually won four to nothing against the Kings. So great great there love that stats the over you know I'm a sucker for these is 4 and 0 in the coyotes last 4 monday games and the over is four and one in the last five meetings, so it's even more of a trend outside of this season. These teams tend to go to the under. They haven't been super wagons, or to the over, rather. I'm sorry, uh, they haven't been crazy wagons to the over, but they have enough for us to absolutely love them in this spot to uh, kick some solid goals in the net. Both these defenses have been uh, waning a little bit here towards the end of the year, but the offenses have been able to put some pucks in net. So we see a lot of a uh, lot of. That's coming out tonight. Maybe a little five-three matchup. Oh yeah. Arizona twenty-seven and twenty over under on the season, and San Jose twenty-four and twenty-one over under on the season. I love it. Second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. We are taking the Arizona Coyotes versus San Jose Sharks over five and a half goals. Partner, what is the third and final leg of the Monday Madness Parlay? All right, my man. Third and final leg.
1: If you didn't get the uh, get the idea, we're taking one out of each uh, each league here for our Monday evening. Show sure enough, uh, and we are taking the Los Angeles Clippers minus three and a half versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Yep. Uh, simple enough here. The Pelicans have not been a very good team at home. They are no, fourteen and eighteen ATS at home. Clippers, uh, you know, coming off of a couple days rest here. Love that spot for him here. A mm-hmm. uh, big thing that I love in this matchup is that Paul George is quietly one of the hottest players in the league right now. He is averaging uh, just under thirty points a game. That's after a couple uh, low scoring starts to st- or low scoring affairs to start his month. Ever since he has uh, scored at least thirty points in all but one of his games, he is red hot. The Clippers are rolling in fairly hot themselves. I love the Clippers when they're they're right and ready. And uh, there, it is that point in the season where it is go time for them.
0: Absolutely. And I love them to avenge the most recent loss to the Pelicans actually back on March the 14th, 135 to 115. Don't let that scare you folks. They did have a full roster in that matchup, mm-hmm. but it was just a very off night, very weird matchup for the uh, Clippers in New Orleans that evening. And we love them here to get the rebound victory. And hey, you know, I'm a sucker for it. So I might as well toss it in there. Clips. 4-0 ATS, last four Monday games, baby. Oh, I love that. Come I do like now.
1: that on, on Mondays.
0: I like that on Mondays Start for the sure. week off hot, yeah. baby. Start the week off hot. And that erases everything of previous trends for me um, between these two teams. Really, like you said, my man, the Clippers become an entirely different beast come this time of the year. Mm-hmm. They have a shot to... Potentially move up a spot here, or even sink in and control first place of the Western Conference. So they're only two games out. They're man. They're two games out. So this is a very, very important game. So right. We don't see any and rest uh, like or I was telling shit happening.
1: Like I was telling you, if this was the first night of a back-to-back against a uh, lesser team, and maybe they had a tough opponent on that second night, you would maybe. be concerned that they might be, uh, you know, taking it easy on that first night. They got a day off the next
0: day. All systems go here for the clips, but not in this spot. So here here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the three legs of our Monday Madness Parlay, paying out over 8-1, to plus 820 odds at the time of recording. The three legs are Milwaukee Brewers, run line, minus one and a half, the Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes versus the San Jose Sharks, over five and a half goals, and the Los Angeles Clippers, point spread minus three and a half parlay those bad boys up lock them in for the monday madness parlay get you some juicy odds and get ready to run that bad boy to the window at approximately eleven thirty p.m central standard time yes sir there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You got them. You better be ready to hit them because I'm going to go back up to the top real fast. Give you all the value, all the lines, all the spreads, all the totals, everything that we locked in and just hit. Here we go. We're taking the New York Knicks money line, the Calgary Flames money line, the Arizona Coyotes money line, the Kansas City Royals money line, the Oakland Athletics first five run line, the Colorado Rockies versus San Francisco Giants. Game total under seven and a half runs for our favorite plays. And for the Monday Madness Parlay, we are taking the Brewers run line minus one and a half. The Los Angeles Clippers minus three and a half. And the Arizona Coyotes versus the San Jose Sharks game total over five and a half. Parlay those three bad boys up. You got your Monday Madness Parlay for plus 820 odds or whatever you're seeing it at on your favorite sportsbook. Hammer man bang them home, get ready to run those tickets to the window and start off this Monday cash and tickets with the TTL crew the only way we know how. There you have it, folks. If you are one of the kind degenerates that likes to just stop by and hang out for our picks, for our plays, for the analysis behind everything, there you go. It's your time to head on out. It's time for a little bit of banner. banter, a little bit of TTL crew nonsense, a little bit of back and forth. What's going on in the TTL world? What do we think about what's happening in the sporting world, the sports gambling world? My man, partner, let's kick it back let's do it what, what's what's happening my man what's going on how you feeling how I mean, you where
1: where we want to start here my man i mean we keyed it off at the beginning of the getting the, oh, the podcast
0: this why UFC
1: not? card i'm still buzzing off of it i'm I, being honest yeah
0: so yeah, i mean main card wise you look you got the jimmy crew versus anthony smith fight I was talking to, with one of my good friends, who is actually a loyal listener of the podcast, uh, my man Brent. Uh, if you know you're listening, I know you're listening. <laughs> I uh, appreciate the back and forth today on the UFC. Uh, we were talking about it, and a lot of guys are actually keying in on that that uh, kick right behind the knee yep. that hits that nerve, man. And Jimmy Crute got the worst end that he oh, possibly yeah. could of it i mean that was terrible he man. was putting on a solid show before that too Yeah, he was it would have been an interesting second round mm-hmm. uh, i actually tweeted that from the ttl page it would have been an interesting second round but you know yeah, it, props to him he, he was not going to go out until the doctor told him to sit
1: the fuck no, down
0: no he was ready to he wasn't physically ready but mentally he was yeah. gonna say fuck it let's he go was gonna keep well post fight interview too he said i was just gonna go and double leg him and see what i could do from there <laughs> so yeah so we, who knows what would have happened there. Hopefully uh, Jimmy makes a good full recovery and comes back rocking and rolling, uh, ready to avenge that loss. Then you move on to Chris Weidman. You don't even have enough time to drain the main vein and refill your bucket of popcorn for Chris Weidman and Uriah Hall because 17 seconds in, (sighs) Chris Weidman's shin bone is in about 17 Uh, different pieces on Uriah Hall's leg. And then he goes to step back on it. And almost identically, back in 2013, of uh, Anderson Silva, the exact same thing happening against Chris Weidman happens to Chris Weidman, live and in the flesh. Some of the craziest, craziest shit I've ever seen. I mean, I saw the. You always think uh, injuries like this. You think back to the uh, Louisville and oh, and uh, the, Kevin Ware, Kevin yep. Ware, in the NCAA even tournament, Paul George,
1: USA the, Olympic game. Sure, sure.
0: But oh, uh, man. this yeah, one, this
1: one for me. I think I was telling you. I mean, you said you saw the Anderson Silva one live. Yeah, uh, this is as bad as I've actually like witnessed a sporting injury mm-hmm. live. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, those Kevin Ware one, the Paul George one. You don't. You don't necessarily, maybe if you're staring at it, you're not catching, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not staring right at it. But you know, with the UFC kick, you're looking at the kick and where it's landing. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah you just saw so that the was, whole was the thing. worst sports industry that I've actually yeah seen with
0: my witness with my eyes yeah, in I, real
1: time and known exactly what's going on.
0: Yeah, and I mean, watching that back in 2013, like I just been my UFC fan fandom been longer than that. But man, just watching that in the exact same fighter, it happens to. It's oh, and I mean, it was identical. Eh? The 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 leg, the foot wraps around the leg. They go to step back, oh. and and it, it don't work no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I I was you know oh.
0: feeling in some type of way
1: until this you know, the next fight Valentina yeah. and then I watched it again uh Sunday morning
0: showing someone else and I
1: was like oh why did I do that to myself again yeah, not, I did not need to see that again
0: not good at all uh yeah and then you said it uh, the bullet versus Jessica Andrade the bullet took care of business not really much you could even say there right. I don't even know who in the absolute hell comes anywhere close to... And Andrade's no scrub either. No, she's not. She's not at all, but I don't know who in the world comes close to giving Valentina any type of run for her money. And then uh, just as you were able to refill uh, on whatever appetizers you might have had at your fight watch party, then came bulldozing into the ring Zhang Wei Li and Thug Rose Nama Namayunas. And Thug Rose Nama Namayunas, as she was saying... Right before the fight started, I am the best. I'm the best. I am the best. best. I am the best. And she is. When it's that version of Thug Rose, Mm -hmm. she is the best. And I said it. I said it on Friday's pod. I said, if we get that version of Thug Rose, she's going to be the new champion. Mm -hmm. I mean, she she has the power for it. And she... Work the front leg, work the front leg, work the front leg. Oh, hey, I'm going to stare down at the front leg and I'm going to throw one right at your jaw and see what happens. Yep. And Waylee bit on it. Yep. Whaley bit on it so hard, she didn't even know that she was still in a UFC fight. That was insane. Yeah. Plastered her jaw through the cage. <laughs> we getting a
1: rematch of these two? I think so. I think I so think too. So. Uh, you know, the rest of the division probably be a decent, uh, decent chunk of that. I want to say, Joanna is uh, <laughs> as you're dying over there on some water. <laughs>
0: Water down the wrong pipe. Carry on.
1: <laughs> uh, but I, <laughs> I believe Joanna, Joanna is the number two contender, and we all know how that Holy went. Holy shit! Um, <coughs> so, uh,
0: <yeah. laughs> I'm alive and well, folks. Fuck me, I just about died mid podcast on my partner over here. <clears throat> Took a big, old, deep breath while I was chugging uh, down some water just too. Free. But uh, now we're back in action, uh, and obviously at the moment everybody's been waiting for our reactions to Masvidal Usman holy bejeepers. um i don't want to call myself an usman doubter i didn't doubt him by any means i knew he had 100% ability to win mm-hmm. this fight in this fashion but i didn't realize he had that power right that power like that was that was bananas mm-hmm. that uh that was like Kamar Usman has dropped some bombs on some boys, but it ain't never put him down like that. No. Like he broke Colby Covington's jaw with that pretty much that identical shot, but it didn't knock out Colby Covington. That's right. the first time in fifty plus fights that Jorge Masvidal has ever been stopped. Mm-hmm. He's only been in trouble once in an inverted triangle. He's never been in trouble ever in a fight. I mean, that alone is impressive in itself. And while I'm on the topic, fuck a rematch between Colby Covington and Kamara Usman. Right. You can put me on record, at me all day long. I don't want to see that horse shit again. We all know what's going to happen. There's no amount of training that Colby Covington can do against that if there was nothing that that jorge masvidal can do yeah then you fast forward along even more now you get a little Usman mcgregor, McGregor beef, beef on twitter or... i think I mcgregor know. needs to i i love connor he is one of my all-time favorite fighters even out of the old dogs the veterans the the hall of fame ufc fighters but i think he's off his gourd here I he so too, uh, he got a he got a knockout to in his rebuttal He got a knockout against a wash up Donald Cerrone with shoulder strikes. Right. And like, come on now. Like, I I love you, Connor, but come on now. Right. and at 170 is not your game, Popeye. You need to stay in right. lightweight and worry about what the hell you're doing at 155 before you even start worrying about trying to swim in deep waters in 170. Worry about the diamond at 155 right. and taking care of the rubber match before you start worrying about going 100%. for the fucking gold at 170. Right, because what if he gets knocked out by fucking Dustin again? He's going to. He, he looks
1: even stupid. No and he looks stupider. Chance at fucking yeah. com- then,
0: then, And then what's Conor McGregor going to go dick around in the. The fucking ten to twenty rankings for the next year in and a half. Welterweight, right? Give me a break. Not no chance. Give me a break. And the scary part about Uzman is he keeps
1: saying, and it's, and he's proven it that he keeps getting better. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And no if question. that's the case, it's over. It's a wrap.
0: Yeah, he it's gets a a better. Rap. Every, he gets better in every. Fight. There's
1: nobody in that division that's touching him right now. It's just uh, you know I guess Gilbert Burns you know gave him some trouble in that first round. You so maybe maybe run, re- you maybe could run, run that back. I, I would say I would say that's that. the most
0: viable. I would definitely watch that. Um, you know, de- man, it would have just been so crucial. Oh, well, I guess that that was at 185. Never mind, uh, Darren Till is who I was thinking of um, to let you in my thoughts there. But that is 185, so don't even worry about what I was thinking. Right. Um, but yeah, man, just up and down the card, the feature prelim of Charles Oliveria and and Randy Brown. Randy Brown getting the oh, yeah. sick, nasty one-armed uh, rear naked choke. I, I was telling you this before before recording here. Man, if you can knife your hand under somebody's neck and you can grab a hold of your shoulder like that, it don't matter. And especially the leverage he had to be able to twist his body and fall down against the cage like that. That was a wrap from, from the jump. I mean, it's top notch. You hate to see it on a, on a pro like Cowboy, but Hey, it's uh, every dog has their day, and uh, I think everybody needs to watch out for Randy Brown because he he showed some serious prowess right there, and his right. striking was top notch too. The man looks like he's oh, he looks fantastic that's eight eight foot two, he looks two fantastic. inches tall in the cage, man. I mean, right. he's a monster.
1: Yeah, he had he had. Very little sweat. And the sweat he did have was because he was, uh, you know. He was putting in the work (laughs) on Charles. And, I mean, hey, that's a welterweight. I mean, obviously, it would be way down the road. But, hey, maybe he climbs up the rankings of welterweight. We'll We'll see. see.
0: So, yeah, word on the street. uh, Well, yeah, it's actually been solidified for UFC 263. um, uh, Izzy versus Vittori. So if or not maybe two sixty four whatever I I was scrolling through when I was looking through some of them that that one has been set because there was two sixty three yeah yeah it is two sixty three hey I'm I'm on my game go. son uh two sixty two then it's gonna be Poirier McGregor correct let us see uh no that's oliveira era Olivera Chandler oh wow okay I think McGregor oh, might be two sixty four yeah two sixty four yeah.
1: Yeah, so wow,
0: Olivera Chandler, that's coming up on May the fifteenth, correct? Correct. So jeepers, but actually, we have a good card that's a coming good up. Card. We have a good card coming up this weekend, my friend. Okay, this weekend is a fight night, but it is a uh, star-studded card. I don't think it's going to live up to all the hype this past weekend. No, I don't
1: think so. Um, but.
0: but it's actually a solid card. the uh, The main event in that one. uh Uh, Dominic Reyes Reyes Dom Reyes and uh Uh, Prochaska oh yeah yeah never watched Yuri Prochaska yeah yeah you You just you just don't think you have until you see him and then you're like oh that's who Prochaska is you just you just he's he's up and coming and he's a stud and yeah I mean as soon as you see him you'll know who who he is um and then the co-main remind me the co-main uh, Cub Swanson. Oh, and Giga Chikaze. Giga Chikadze. Giga Chikadze is the one that's been like minus nine hundred favorite over everybody because he's just he's been minus two hundred in this one right those. now. And so I mean, um, who who was who is he fighting? Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson's a great fighter in his own right. Actually, coming off of a uh, amazing fight, I think it was actually against uh, Dong Sung Jung. Um, I think that's who that was against. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't the Korean Zombie. It's, excuse me it was another one who was very similar to him in his fighting style that uh korean fighting style but nonetheless uh cub swanson is a great fighter so that should be out of a matchup great uh great way to kind of ease off of the action but should still be some solid solid for fights sure. for your saturday evening uh yeah but that
1: 262 you only have the one uh one title fight but Man, is it a deep card? You got Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz, yes Main, yes, Tony sir. Ferguson's on the, you know, the third fight. Who's Caitlin? he fighting? Uh Benil de, Rui, de- oh, de Benil Benil yeah, he's the the up and coming Italian dude. Okay, they got Caitlin Chukajin on the card. Ooh. Shane Burgos versus Edson Barboza. Jacare Sousa is the
0: is in the prelims. Jacare, Jacare, I'm clapping my hands together because right. Jacare means alligator in Portuguese. Mm. There you go. That is uh, the more you know. Yeah, that is Jacare's nickname. It's actually Ronaldo Souza is his real name, but oh, he okay. goes by Jacare. Been but yeah, fighting that's a, for that's a soccer, long man. time, <laughs> long time. That man has been yeah. fighting. Actually, got knocked out by uh, our big, our man Big Mouth. Okay, and uh, his most recent fight. But yeah, you see, you, you know me. You want to know anything about the UFC, you just call your boy Colt. I, I'm, I'm clearly up to date. I thought I was not, but I clearly am up to date here on the on the things rocking and rolling. Uh Holy shit dude, we glossed right over it and didn't mention anything about it. I'm not even on UFC if you're still on that right now. Uh did you have something to I did. We, point? Uh, go yeah The return of TJ Dillashaw oh. on May 8th. Ooh, yeah, a little little rot bastard there. Yeah. Yeah, come on little rot bastard. No, not a TJ Dillashaw. Fan <laughs> no, or, yeah. I fucking hate TJ Dillashaw, man. Just what he snaked to the ATT guys, I mean, and the Team Alpha Male, like he he snaked Team Alpha Male back in the day. And I mean, this has been years back when Uriah was prominent and when Dom Cruz, when all those little guys were at Team Alpha Male and they were like, they were taking over the UFC. Like Mm -hmm. all those little guys, they were all training together. But then Dillashaw trained with them and basically split camp with um, Dean, I think it was, uh, Coach Dean, and they split camp and basically just took all their training styles, knew mm. everything, just so TJ could start beating these guys and go for a title shot. That's Damn. how TJ got the fucking title. So okay. fuck TJ Dillashaw, dude. And Before I hope my, he uh, used me too. I'll I'll, st- I'll I'll stand and bang with TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> I I still got enough prowess to stand and bang with <laughs> TJ Dillashaw, my friend.
1: Okay. Fair enough.
0: I'll put I'll put my I'll put my money where my mouth is on that. Now anybody else in the uh, bantamweight division? Fuck no. But T.J. Dillashaw, I'll i hey, I'll strap <laughs> him up one time. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's how much I don't like him, dude. Oh, that's man. against
1: Corey Sanhagen, though. Yeah, I hope two, number I hope. number
0: two contender in the division. I hope Sanhagen does exactly what he did to Frankie Edgar and puts him night night. See you later. Fresh fifty thousand dollar KO of the night bonus in the check for Corey. I mean, please, please, Corey, if you're hearing this right now, did obliterate that man. Okay. So, what were you about to oh, lead into? Now? What am I about to lead into? Only the most important week of the next six months of our lives, potentially. For I'll shorten it up to four months it's nfl draft week baby oh, okay, okay. it's nfl yeah. draft week baby i was about to gloss right over the top of it you know maybe uh wednesday's pod will have a little little teaser some uh draft pick bets uh some some i mean stuff that number three Who pick knows? is the uh,
1: hot topic as far as I mean, whether it's mock draft or actual mm-hmm. betting action, because mm-hmm. he's flip flopping. Mac yeah. Jones one day, Justin yeah. Fields the next. Who knows? Maybe.
0: Uh, well, we're typically together Thursday nights for recording and shit, so maybe. Oh, we'll do there a, you go. I didn't even th- think of that. Maybe a little draft special. I'll be right about that time. Maybe not an Instagram live because they only let you do an hour. So maybe. <laughs> excuse me. Maybe if we can get. Uh, we got YouTube infrastructure pretty well looking cooking. good. So it's cooking. Eh, We'll let you guys know. We'll we'll talk about that. Uh, here's this week gets rocking and rolling. See if we do a little something, uh, draft special, something or other. But we'll definitely have some picks and like just some uh uh, picks of the picks I suppose right. as much of an idiom as that is uh picks of the picks so we'll have some of that action on Wednesday's yeah. pod for sure I love it so yeah that uh who boy I Cause you the- know in the older that I get it's it's crazy man and the older that I get the more that I I appreciate the draft and stuff and just the the sheer ability that it takes to get there and like the that I look at guys that are like, for instance, I was looking at Dustin May, totally different sport, MLB, played mm-hmm. pitcher for the Dodgers, right, if you don't know. And he was born in 97. He's two years younger than me. The damn dude looks like he's 35. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, the shit. I mean, I look right. 25, but I don't look 20, 35. Right. <laughs> like, it's just like, man, he's just a physical specimen uh, that these guys are and then and that they put the work in. And I'd like to say I take my nutrition and my health and my fitness very seriously, but I mean, that's a whole nother Yeah, no disrespect. Do. You don't look like a
1: professional athlete. No, if, uh... I don't. Well,
0: hey, 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 hold on a minute now. We do have Louisville wide receiver. I can't think of his name, but 5'8, 148. And that is actually me on the money. Oh, okay. So he's projected right now as a second round draft pick. So uh, it was funny, me and uh, my buddy Brett. Uh, he sometimes stops by the pod. Hey, Brett, if you're listening, um, we weighed ourselves over uh, the weekend last weekend, just fucking around, and he was over me by like sixty pounds. It was it was really bad. And we used to go back and forth in college. We were roommates. And uh, we were really tight on weight and not anymore. And when that came out that that dude, that wide receiver is going to be a second round pick, I quote tweeted it and tweeted at him. I was like, does this mean I'm technically an NFL wide receiver now? <laughs> and he's like, yes, yes, it actually does. <laughs> so, so, hey, all third all round sides, You know, the, the new NFL now, man, I mean, if you can play the game smart, like T.Y. Hilton, like Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, man, is severely undersized as a wide receiver, but has the burners and knows when the hell to get down and get the hell out of bounds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,. The, the the NFL nowadays if you got burners and you can get out in space mm-hmm. those little slot guys that, that like Julian Edelman the little slot guys that they take and oh here let's line them up on, on a on a trip set and oh let's send them out see if they're in man we'll send them back across the whole way other side of the line and then we'll shoot them out on a slant route when he's open in the middle of nothing Right. I mean that's that's the new style of the NFL a lot more, man, prote- so. yeah, a lot more protection for those types of yeah, guys there, there really is and you know being a receiver is fun you get to do yeah. dance you get to have all types of exciting uh, cheers come your way when you make that big 70 80 yard catch i mean hey yeah like i said a lot more
1: protection and quarterbacks are a lot smarter of not putting their guys in a position to where they're
0: going to be uh, hot take scorpion hot take what if trevor lawrence doesn't go number one overall i would be shocked right what if like at the last moment urban just like Nah, I'm taking Justin. <laughs> Justin Fields? Oh, I okay, okay, just, okay. just, ah, fuck everybody's minds no. up. <laughs> Could you imagine? No, no, oh, no. Oh, that would be insane. But uh, we'll we'll definitely see. I'm excited. Um, uh, going to be at least somewhat of a crowd. Going to be the good heartfelt moments between the commish and the players when their names get announced. <laughs> so that's going to be pretty sweet. Uh, won't be those awkward, weird-ass um, Zoom hugs from his basement <laughs> this year. Definitely no thank so you. Definitely, uh, definitely glad that uh, we're coming back to a little sense of normalcy here, partner. I don't know... Uh how much longer we got? The people are getting restless. The people are starting to get a little confused as to why in the fuck we're taking vaccines but can't get out there and uh, roam around. But I digress. Not my place to act. I'm not in the CDC. I'm not uh, Dr. Fauci. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm just a peon out here making sports bets. So <laughs> don't ask me what the fuck's going on. I just know I'm ready to uh, be back living, man. It's it's felt like a, a long, long year. I will tell you that much. Mm-hmm. But hey, no, no, uh, no harm, no foul. A lot of, uh, a lot of negativity and a lot of, a lot of bad attitudes, a lot of, a lot of no goods kind of come out of this past year, you know. So that's why ain't I'm us. here. It ain't us, but it ain't us. So that's why I'm here. That's why we're here. Perfect segue. Colts motivation minutes for this beautiful Monday, April twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. And to kick off your week, I wanted to give you an important message, a message that is weighing heavily on my heart today that I wanted to share with you. And in everything you do, it's short, sweet, to the point, be bold. Everything you do, be bold. Don't worry about what others think of what you're doing. You don't need to have everybody else's affirmations or Answers or what they think you should do because it's your life and you shouldn't have to depend on others to make you bold. You should be bold anyway. You should not worry about whether you moving in a direction to better your life is good or not. You should just try. You should be bold. You shouldn't wait any longer. Because the longer you wait, the less opportunity that you have to reach your full potential of being bold. Stare your fear right down in the eyes. Face everything and rise, that is fear, and be bold. Be bold to conquer that fear. Don't, don't cower to the circumstance. Ah, here you go, here you go, here you go. Hey,
1: you're fine in it, huh?
0: Don't cower to the circumstance. Rise to the occasion. Don't cower to the circumstance, rise to the occasion. There you go. That, That <laughs> is uh, That's what I wanted to hit you with. There you go. Be bold, ladies and gentlemen. Hit the old B on the old work doc. And slap some bold font on there. 150% <laughs> if you want to write it down, write it down in bold. Be bold today, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let others stop you from chasing your dreams. Don't let your false sense of insecurities and others and anxieties and worries stop you from chasing your dreams and your goals. Don't let anything stop you from becoming the best version of you. And to get to the best version of you, you got to be bold. There you have it. Cult Motivation Minutes for this beautiful Monday, April 26th. All right, partner. There we have it. The usual about an hour time right now, uh, cruising right along, an hour, one minute, and 30 seconds. And uh, with that, wrapping up episode number 29 Mm -hmm. of the TTL Pod. Hell of a pot, if I do say so myself. Yeah, good pot. Uh, just uh, just good a couple pot. of goofballs rolling back and forth, trying, a little, trying to win a little money in the process. So, trying <laughs> hey, to win you a little
1: money in the process.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You better believe it. We're trying to win you folks money. We don't just do it for ourselves. We do it for you, too. We got you in mind. And when we put our minds together, it is nothing but heat. Partner, you got anything for these kind folks that took a few moments out of their day to uh kick it with us and get some knowledge dropped on their domes. Yeah, I mean the only thing I didn't touch on is that my White Sox are heating up, my
1: man. Ugh. Things are uh things are looking decent on the south side. I believe that's four straight winners. Nice mm. little sweep of the Texas Rangers. Yeah. The bats are uh, the bats are heating up. And I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling good myself. Hey,
0: happy for you over there. Uh, they have been winning me money, so I really uh, can't complain too much. Those one and a half run lines—if they put together even half of the season that they had against the run line last year—I'll mm-hmm. be a happy fucking camper. Yes, sir. Uh, my North Siders on the other side of town not so hot. You know, dropped I- two out of three to the Brewers. I am uh, really confused. If you follow me on Twitter, I'm going to start making this uh, a, a regular thing, I think. You know, get some more exposure. Get uh, a new mode of content. People seem to really like it. I did kind of a Cubs mid-game recap yeah, and then a fair. post-game recap. So I might start doing that, maybe even with some of our sports or some of our bets, just uh, to let you guys see the face, you know, as we're on YouTube and stuff too, um, but to do do that as well. So, yeah. Um, but I I recapped it and I mean we put up six runs in the first inning and won the game fifteen to two against those same Milwaukee Brewers and then what in the world did we come out and we lose the game yesterday six to nothing with Arietta on the mound I just you know I I don't know I feel like you should be a little more optimistic than you were. A week
1: ago, yeah, things were looking yeah, pretty bleak. Yeah. A week ago, yeah, they turned it around against the Mets. Got I mean, the they have the bats, they have the ability, which is what just puzzles me the most. I think that Brewers pitching staff is just a tough yeah. matchup for you. I don't know, Woodruff I can't remember pits his dick off. Yeah, Woodruff <laughs> did <laughs> yesterday. Uh, so I can't remember who it was on Saturday. I believe it might have been Peralta. I, yeah, I think so. Friday. I if someone got touched up. I don't remember who. Obviously, fifteen to two. Yeah. Obviously, but
0: Bad. everybody got touched up. But uh yeah, not as bleak as it was a week ago. Yeah, they're they're definitely coming. Around. Around, I it just as I said in the video, man. It just puzzles me. I don't understand where all of a sudden this shit comes from. And then we turn around and lose six zero next day. I just, I don't, I don't understand it. But that's kind of a traditional Cubby baseball, my right friend. Now, yeah, last uh, couple of years, just that's, that's inconsistent. just inconsistent. No. Nah, not even last couple of years. That's just duration of fandom, dude. Yeah, that's like fair. if you've been watching the Cubs your whole life, that's just. How the Cubs are, man. I mean, and it's simple little things. Runners in scoring position, not scoring, whatever. You know what? I'm not even going to get on this fucking soapbox because I'll be here for a month. (laughs) Get me off of it. Uh, our bulls, son of a gun. They got another matchup with the heat tonight. Hopefully uh-huh. they can fucking get the bounce back. Yeah. We're staying away. We're staying away from it, man. I wanted to hammer in that, uh, spread. I'm still kind of kicking it around here Monday morning, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I hope they can just get the win, man. And with Washington, uh, losing last night, I really, really, really hope that uh, they have the ability to try and at least make something of the Eastern Conference here. You know, with um, Washington dropping that one, I they actually won that did, game. Oh, did they guys. cover it? Yeah, they actually did cover it. Okay, I'm sorry, I was looking at the uh, the wrong line. What uh, what was the final score of that game? They won by nine. Oh really? 119, so 110. So I was trying to find them because I thought they they were down by like thirteen before we started covering the pod, yeah. uh, recording the pod, and I was like, ah, that's done. I had right. at, I had him at minus eight. They just covered by nine. Well, Turn the fuck on backdoor cover, baby girl. Yeah, you know I love the, uh, to see it. The Bulls, with
1: especially even when Zach Levine was there, it was getting wishy washy. Now it's looking real dark. Their mm. offense is. Uh, you know, Vooch is doing all he can. It's not uh, not his fault. He's uh, still a solid addition, but right. it's uh, not too not not a is not a fun is. watch right
0: now. Is what it is. And our Hawks, who the hell knows, don't even want to waste time with that. Can we just uh, hit the reset of the twenty twenty one season? It's about the Shit. same. Shut. But what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers. Far and wide, from the bottom of our humble hearts, me and Mags, thank you. Thank you for stopping by episode number 29 of the TTL Pod. Thank you for all your support and your feedback as we continue to grow the Talking the Line brand and grow into Tips and Slip Sports Media. That's right, we are high. On the prize, eyes on the prize. We are growing this to the moon, and we can't thank you guys enough for being right there with us. Honestly, if I could say it a million more times in the next 30 seconds, I would. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We cannot appreciate you guys enough for the early support and the continued support. We are here for you, and we are not going anywhere. We are going to be the voice for the little man in the sea of all the high-level degenerates because that's what we're here for, you the better. Yes, sir. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide from the TTL crew, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday. Unless you have other plans, let's cash some tickets.